This is Our Daily Red, a podcast during which we drink a bottle of red wine. Or more. Talk about something we've read today. If we're lucky. And we get into a provocative conversation without blowing up our marriage. It might be argumentative. Let's be real. (laughs) Uh, The kids are in bed. Barely. The (laughs) 10-year-old just went scrambling out of the family room. Okay. The kids are... In a different room. <laughs> yeah, they're gone. Goodbye. I've retired parenting for the night. Despite my um, negative review of the first few sips, I'm going to pour another glass. And lick the bottle. Ooh. I don't lick the neck of the bottle when guests are over, just when you and I are sharing it. Okay, that's great. Well, let's see. What do you think now? Second pour. Still not great. Still not great. Um, A little bit watery. Still has tannins on the side of the tongue that are bitter in nature. And... Still no nose. Uh, this is just a red wine. <laughs> That's what this is. A All right. Red wine. You can always, if you want to switch and open the Corbier, which I also can't make guarantees about. Why did you freelance? Because I wanted us to try something different for the pod. Oh, I didn't want it to be like, this is a household favorite. But you got to get a backup. You got to get a backup that is like tried and true. Yeah, you can switch to water, sir. That would be our daily clear. Mm, that's true. Halloween's coming up, folks. It's the best. Oof. That might be dated by the time we post this podcast. Oh, probably not. No, I don't think it will be. So it's never too late for Halloween chatter. Has anybody ever seen a hundred grand bar that's full size? Or do we only see the hundred grands that are like pocket size or what do you call them? Halloween. Oh, I used to get them at the store when they first came out. Oh, no, no, no. Actually, I just had a realization. When you buy a full size hundred grand, it comes with two halves of a hundred grand. Yes. They come and have size. They don't. There's yeah, no, there's no, they're almost like Twixes, where they come because they're so fat that they can't be like a full bar unto itself. It's just one of those things. Like, does anybody ever eat a hundred grand other than on Halloween and the few days after? Like, does anybody in March or April are they buying a hundred grand bar? I think you buy it for gimmicky stuff. Like if you're Michael Scott and you're going to give a presentation at a business school, then you're going to throw them out to the audience (laughs) to say they need a hundred grand for their business idea. (laughs) (laughs) The one that I'm always confused by are like, who's eating like, what is it? Baby Ruth's. Those candy bars are disgusting. Who's eating those candies? And they still show up. In Halloween mixes, nobody wants that. Nobody wants Baby Ruth's. 
Does anybody ever buy like Whoppers outside of Halloween? Yes, people. Wait, yes, people like Whoppers in their popcorn at movie theaters. Yes, you get Whoppers at movie theaters. Yes, you need a box of Whoppers. But because that's the whole idea, oh, right? Oh, here's the other one. Here's oh. the other one. Sixlets. What are sixlets? Those are those tiny little colored, like candy colored chocolate balls. And they come in a tiny little, like. Oh, uh, those are disgusting. Who's eating those? Like, those don't exist outside of Halloween. Good. Yuck. It's just, it's, it's like. Those cho- are yucky. No, no, it's like an M&M, but in a ball shape. A tiny ball, tiny ball oh, shape. Oh, I think I'm confusing it with those gross candies that you have in the car that are like. Are they Skittles? Or are they chocolate Skittles? Oh, those are strange. Those are like a, a, a licorice basic. No, 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 no. Sixlets is a classic candy. It's kind of like an M&M because it's just like a chocolate ball with a candy shell. and But they're tiny, uh, you know, like BB gun sized. And they come in a little plastic tube. Yeah, I know what you're talking about now. And I've, I don't think I've ever encountered them outside of Halloween. I mean, I think that there's like so many, like, it, is it a case in which, and this is what I, I don't know, maybe I need to read a history of like American confection history or something, but so many candies, were they created during the 80s because there was just like glut of money in the economy and everyone was buying nasty shit or is it candy that originated on like coney island boardwalk and somehow found itself to be mainstream and now we're still stuck with it i don't think this stuff originated in the 80s i think some of the more fruity candies did like like a nerds like mm. uh skittles these are newer candies smarties but when, you about, when you talk about candy bars this is old-timey shit like butterfinger Butterfinger is like a hundred oh. year old thing. Like, yeah. And and have we moved past the Butterfinger? Has America moved past the Butterfinger? I don't know anybody who eats that stuff. Bart Simpson. What? Because he doesn't age and he ate it in 1989. And so he's eating it today because <laughs> he's still in fourth grade. Everybody. Hey, you know what? No one better lay a finger on his Butterfinger. Okay. All right. So name me a candy that you will fight about, that you will go down, uh, flailing to defend the candy but you know i'll hate it oh my gosh i have a whole tree styes on the peppermint patty i don't disagree with you on that okay here it is but here 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 it is it's the perfect office candy communal candy really communal yes but in the office because with the smaller ones it's individually wrapped the mint gives you fresh breath. The dark chocolate hits that chocolate need that people will often have in the afternoon. And then the last piece is you can't really eat too many of them because the mint flavor is so strong. So you can maybe have at most three miniature York peppermint patties and one seeding, but you're hardly ever going to eat more than that. And here's the other thing is it's low calorie. It's like non-fat. It's a great candy option for an office. Unfortunately, we had to hand out York peppermint patties a couple of years ago, along with some candy canes on Halloween, because I did not go and buy Halloween candy until the day of Halloween. Oh, you didn't buy your Halloween candy in springtime? Apparently. (laughs) I bought it actually like on October 31st. 
And Halloween was done at Target. They had already moved on to Christmas. And I had to buy Christmas-themed candy to hand out on Halloween. But it was perfect, though, because our costumes as a family that year was the nightmare before Christmas. So it was perfect that we were handing out candy canes. What about the Reese's Pieces? Never actually been a fan of Reese. I love Reese's peanut butter cups. Isn't Reese's Pieces what E.T. ate? E.T. phone home? I don't know. That came out the year I was born. Oh, you're right. Maybe the year before. I watched it like at vintage parties. Retro. You go to vintage parties? I used to in my in my youth. What's a vintage party? It's like where we like watch old people movies. <laughs> We should bring that back. God, that would be fun. (gasps) That's what I should do for my 40th birthday. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's a party all about 1983. Yes. Oof. Oh, you said you were 40. It's fine. I gave away. It's fine. Yes. Oh, my gosh. We could do, like, costumes. This is actually a great thing to to, uh, uh, solicit, to put out to our listeners whose comments... So vocal criticisms have been, have been registered. What should Ashley do for her 40th birthday party? What should she do? Or, or not even party, just 40th birthday. What, what ideas, what should a attractive young lady do for her 40th birthday? I don't think I'm considered young anymore. Now I think I'm like going to be over the hill. Weren't you just reading an obit for someone who died at like 109 years old? Yeah. Okay, you're young. I don't want to live to be 109. That's too long. Can you imagine the amount of skincare you'd have to do between now and then? No way. My God. That's your biggest concern, skincare? Yeah, I'd be like Cleopatra, like bathing in milk with pearl crusts or something. Why do we have to wait to be old to do that? Can no. I just, can I not bathe in milk with... What is... Pearl crust. So what like is Like you take pearls and you grind, grind them down. That was always her. That was like the thing that the Romans wrote about her. Oh, you were making that up. That was a thing. Yeah, it was like the propaganda to make her sound like she was wasteful. But if she wasn't, she actually did that. Like, good for her. I don't I'll, have that I'll kind of money. It. I don't have pearl crust money right now. Maybe you do for your 40th. Maybe that's what we splurge. Maybe that is what I do. A bath of milk of what animal? Like ewe's milk? Ew. Oh, ew. (laughs) (laughs) Ew. I can make an ew sound. Um, No, Cleopatra. Yeah, that was one of the things that they said about her. I don't know if it was real or not. Um, Anyways, yeah. I mean, the problem is, is my birthday is like, between Thanksgiving and Christmas, and that's a really crummy time to have a birthday party. So I'm thinking I might just be celebrating in the new year, which I'm kind of okay with. Just keep the party going. Well, that is something to report back on. Take note. We'll have to think about it. What happened on the 40th birthday, which is coming up soon. Yeah, it is. Maybe we just crowdsource it again. Crowdsource maybe, it. Maybe we'll just crowdsource it, like put it out to the the the, the internets. Uh, hey, what should we do? Uh, milk bath? Uh, you know, 
whatever dance party, whatever it is, and whatever the people decide, that's what we'll do. That's true. I know Marjana had been pushing hard for me to go on some luxurious vacation somewhere exotic. Poland? I don't think she recommends Poland right now. (laughs) Go, bud. (laughs) Wow. Way to come prepared, bud. Oh, my God. Do you just have indigestion? (laughs) Not today, actually. No, I often do. I often do. No. Okay. No. (laughs) Wow. It's this Greek wine is really like bringing you to island time. Yeah. That must be what it is. Yeah. The Kotsipali, which I shouldn't say it again because we weren't complimentary. Can you imagine if you had a, this would be like Willy Wonka shit where if you had a wine that it didn't just taste good, but it also gave you the feeling of being in that place where you were like, hey, this came from an island. And then all of a sudden you're kind of like transported to island time. I know it kind of sounds you're like You're describing pot. LSD. Yeah, maybe I am. Yeah. Or psilocybin. That sounds great. Why are we doing a podcast about wine? We should do a podcast about microdosing. Yes. That could be a spinoff. I guess first we'd have to start doing that. How do we do that? I don't know. Does anybody know? OurDailyRedPod at gmail.com. <laughs> Let us know if you have an in for microdosing of psilocybin <laughs> or other compounds. We'd also need a babysitter and a guide. So resource resource package would be need to would need to be included (laughs) okay for my birthday which was not immediately recent but not too long ago i got myself a subscription to this service that takes like 23 vials of blood out of your arm and <laughs> I know I'd get it for you if I if I thought you could take oh, it. That just hurt you my would, arms. Just no, like you ugh, could not do it. Oh. <laughs> You'd pass out and hit your head and whatever. Uh, and they test you for a hundred some odd biomarkers to tell you do you have you know maybe the markers that say you might have Alzheimer's or you might have kidney disease. Wait, it tells you if you have Alzheimer's? That is one of the things that they oh, test for. Really? And then there's a bunch of add-on stuff. Like if you have a particular concern about this disease or that disease, they can add on that stuff for additional fees. But for not that not that much it, money. Does it just tell you if you have a propensity for Alzheimer's? Or if it does it say like you're already beginning to show the signs of early onset? No, 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 no. It tells you you have the markers in your system that are that are consistent with other people who have this disease. Not just like genetic. Sorry, you know I'm like a dog with a bone on the Alzheimer's stuff. So it's not just like if you're genetically predispositioned positioned for Alzheimer's. It would actually be like, hey, you actually have this in your body right now. It could happen to you. It would say, on this particular thing, it would say, you have a biomarker that says you're susceptible. Oh. You're likely 
well, to have this. I already know that. And maybe, and then here's advice for what you could do to stave that off or whatever. Okay. Um, so I've done this. It was two separate blood draws. <laughs> the first one was like oh my god, 12 vials. The second one was like 13 vials and a pee test. And uh, and big vials, not just like little vials, big vials, lots of blood. Lots this of is blood. part of our Halloween episode. This is like the- oh good. yeah yeah yeah. Well, actually, it's really funny. <laughs> it's actually funny. The, the the woman who was drawing my blood, she did describe herself as a professional vampire. <laughs> it's why she went into the oh my God. Uh, okay. profession For- of phlebotomist. Ugh. Phlebotomist. That's who draws blood from people. I have such a fear of needles. Like a little shot, maybe I can handle, but the idea of sitting there for like a good five minutes while what sounds to me like gallons of blood are being drained out of my body is a big no. Nope. No, 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 no. Well, one of the things that they test for, they test for food allergies. Oh. And I will recount an embarrassing experience is that New Year's Eve, many, many, many years ago, 15 some odd years ago. 2010. Oh, you remember the date? Yeah, we were engaged. No, we got married in 2010. Yes. So New Year's Eve. Oh, New Year's Eve Eve of 2009 to 10. Okay. Yes. Okay. I remember being with Amelia at the winery crying thinking, am I really going to marry this guy? Because I thought you had taken off. I thought you had disappeared with some other chick. I was at a new... We were at a New Year's Eve party at a winery, and I got very sick and found myself sitting against a tree trunk somewhere on the property and just trying to get equilibrium. But But here's the deal. We all thought he was really wasted, and it wasn't cool because we were like how is he so trashed and i had a couple glasses of wine and then a couple glasses of champagne over the course of four five six hours should not have been that way but i was a mess we get in the limo to go back to whatever shared house we had rented i can't even hear this story and i projectile vomited all over that limo and all over at least one of my good friends. Juwan. Yeah, Juwan. I mean, probably I mean, other people, but especially Juwan. Here's the deal. If it was anybody, thank God it was Juwan because she's the nicest human being. And she was probably the kindest, most sympathetic to you. Because if even if you had thrown up on me, I wouldn't have been as nice as Juwan was. No, you would not. I would have been furious. I was already furious with you. Like... Sweet Juwan was already like, oh, something's wrong with him. I was like, no, this guy is toast. But my storyline was, because I didn't want to be the dude who just got too wasted at a winery New Year's Eve thing. My storyline was, early in the, earlier in the night, we had gone to a seafood restaurant and had crab. I never eat crab. I never eat seafood. And, you know, at that point in my life, never eating meat, anything yeah. like that. I was vegetarian. My storyline was... I ate crab. That must have been what and no did one it. believed you. No one. I didn't even believe myself. I, I yeah. don't believe myself. Yeah. I think it's a storyline. It sounded like a dumb lie. But this service that's testing like a ton of my blood, one of the things they will tell me is whether I am allergic to crab <gasps> and shellfish. That's one really? of the things. Yeah. 
and nuts what? and all the other things, oils. They'll, they'll, they'll tell me, like, what are the things that my body reacts against somehow Wait, with blood and biomarkers. So we're talking now. I mean, I feel a little bit like one of those Discovery Channel shows where we're going to do the carbon radiation testing to find out how old the skeleton really is. And these biomarkers are going to tell us, were you really allergic to crab or were you just wasted? You mean like was Queen Nefertiti really bitten by an asp, that kind of thing? Well, first of all, it was Cleopatra who's... Whatever. You made it boring in history TV. I'm just trying to make it more interesting again. I don't know the details. Nobody knows you the details. You know what? Nobody cares about the details. I was a history major. Great. So you have a degree that helps you derail a very interesting podcast. Yes. And I love we it. We were talking about my potential crab allergy. Okay. I'm excited to hear about the crab allergy. And Although you're I'm like ancient Egypt, bone carbon dating. God. What? Actually, maybe that's what I should do for my 40th. Maybe that's what I should do. Find an archaeological dig. I would love to go to Egypt and sail down the Nile and do an archaeological dig. Anyways, I'm excited to find out about the crab mystery because that is something that your friends have made fun of you over the years. And I think it would be great to confirm it one way or another well i gotta be honest with you this other wine you've selected from the corbiere region of france i can't even tell what it's called the label appears to say the the letters l e s f e r a l s like the feral like the wild the wild um I mean, because I'm such a French it's linguist. It's not great. Um, right out of the bottle. I mean, again, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to let it age, but. All right. Um, to our listeners, we will talk to you next time. We'll talk at you next time. Oh, we'll, can, I, can I play guitar at them? Yep. We're going to play guitar oh. at you. We're going to talk at you. We're going to dialogue at at you, you have no ability to interact with us unless I read your comments on the air. On the Wait, podcast air? Or with the email and the Instagram. There's a oh, lot yeah. of ways. But but this is the perfect segue. I'm going to play guitar at you. Good night. Mm-hmm.